Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. So you know when you're at the beginning of your spiritual journey, you hear these general, really helpful concepts like trust in the universe, But I remember being 23 when I first heard that and I think the mind still tries to run the show of if I understand this, then it means I'm living it. And so for me, I kind of tried to mentally muscle my way into trusting the universe. And it was only once I found human design that gave me this custom roadmap of how to take action and show up in a way that helped me trust the universe because I could see that the universe is trustworthy, you know, that it does react to my actions, that it does come through for me when I'm aligned, that I really started to trust from a from a really like true internal knowing kind of place rather than just understanding the concept. And I think what's so amazing about human design is it says, you know, and I say this all the time, you know, you you can't trust the universe by meditating more or sitting on your couch. And as much as, you know, we love the cosmic stuff of looking up at the stars and seeing how beautifully designed the seasons are and all this kind of thing, I think you really need to build that dance between universe, I take a risk in favor towards my alignment and I see the results of you coming through for me. That is a trust that is more felt rather than known. And I don't think people talk about this enough that trust is something you build and therefore you have to take risks in order to get that trust. You have to, and it doesn't have to mean, you know, you lose everything and you jump off cliffs and you do crazy things. It just means even in little ways, just nudging yourself out of your comfort zone or nudging yourself to follow the thing that is a bit unusual and acting in favor of your originality instead of your homogenous um, behavior that you've been conditioned with. That's really, you know, when we talk about deconditioning, it's there that the sweet spot lies. It's there that you break out of your, how do I put this, your sort of automatic pilot so that you actually create opportunities for the universe to kind of dance towards you in different ways that you wouldn't expect. And then that's when you actually can notice that something else is going on. And what I think is so powerful about human design is it says to you, if you want to see the universe come through for you, this is the way that you specifically do it. And in human design, that is literally your strategy. That is your authority. And that's why they Um, emphasize those two things so much because it's saying if you want to get stuff done if you want to make things happen do your strategy and that would either be responding being invited being carried or informing depending on what your energy type is and if you want to really 
get in the flow, quote unquote, you know, listen to your authority, which is that way that you become the authority of your own life. That's the way that you can, you can take control over you being the one that calls the shots and has the say over your actions, over what's right for you, um, over your intuition, rather than waiting for the government or the guru or the five-step plan to give you the guarantee that everything's going to be okay. Because if you're outsourcing that everything's going to be okay to anything else other than the universe, the universe is not going to be able to show you that everything does turn out okay. So you almost have to pull the plug on all the other places um, that you were looking for the comfort and safety and take the risk of maybe sourcing it from another place which is the universe but you haven't built the trust yet that you know that she or he or it comes through for you and then kind of waiting in that in-between uncomfy phase where you haven't seen it done before and you're kind of hoping and wishing that it does and only once you see that it then does that you go oh I can trust it and the first time you ever do that is the time it's the hardest because you've never done it before but the more you do it, the more you kind of build in that mechanism of trust in yourself and then you take bigger steps and it's still scary, but you kind of trust it more because that trust is felt and it's felt because you built it, because you earned it, because you decided to make that connection and do that dance with the universe rather than, you know, the phrase that they say is worshiping false idols or looking for God in the wrong places. Of course, when we do that, we can't trust the universe. I think it was two weeks ago we were talking about this idea of cause and effect becoming more obvious mm -hmm. as we move into the new paradigm. And this has me thinking about the fact that working with your strategy and authority is almost getting into the mechanics of cause and effect. And it's almost when you said to us, it'll be almost impossible not to believe that your thoughts and you are the creator of your life because the cause or the thought in your head and you'll see the effect out in, in the world and it'll be so obvious to you. Mm. Your strategy and authority is like you like being able to take the reins on the cause mm. kind of thing. Mm. Playing with that is you putting your attention on the cause and then the result of that is the effect. Mm. And when you see it, like you said, it's like you can't ignore it that mm. you believe it because you were conscious in the process of the cause yeah and when you're saying that I'm thinking how wonderful then because if you just concern yourself and focus on your part which is the cause then you can have desired effects you can have dreams but the details of how the effects come in and the synchronicities of the ways that it happens you don't have to worry about that because the universe can move mountains when a human being can't all the best things that have ever happened to you have happened because an email came out of nowhere or because you bumped into someone. Like humans can't engineer synchronicities. They can't engineer coincidences, quote unquote. They can't, um, you know, engineer quantum leaps that just happened to you. All of a sudden you've been doing all this work and then, you know, you find the job or you find the person. And where does it come from? It literally comes out of thin air. Think about that. So it really is amazing when you just, almost focus on your own personal transformation and like I said it doesn't have to be this like I'm ripping this band-aid off and doing something radical but it is literally and you know I used to say this a lot and I still say it sometimes of like okay universe I don't necessarily believe that this is gonna 
happened yet or I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. And if you want me to be- believe in you, like come through for me, show me. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to do my part, you sure as hell better, you know, make yourself be revealed so I can help um, myself trust in you more next time, you know? And it's okay to be like, sometimes I think a little sassy with the universe because she is just, or it is just a being like we all are, you know? It is this kind of force that understands humans because it created humans you know we don't have to hide any parts of ourselves from that and we can be real and realistic and and um kind of mundane with it um but i also think that what's really comforting is that with time and space and cause and effect um being more easy to see the connections between i think it's also important to know that that will be like raw data in real time where you say, okay, this works, this doesn't. When I do this or when I lean into these qualities in me, people like it or it zings or I get better feedback or, you know, when I've gotten a raise, it's always been because of what? Like looking at the reasons why, what have you stretched or what was scary that was happening right before something good happened to you sometimes? Um, and how did you do yourself a favor? Or how did you show up even slightly differently or maybe even just had a thought that was different, you know, like I said to, it's funny, I was saying to someone the other day, I just felt it, I was like, it was someone who's never worked in their life, and um, her husband is going through a situation where his stability is being rocked, and, and she's kind of been complacent because of his stability, and I texted her, and I said, I feel like there's a work opportunity for you to be creative and do up a space coming to you, and she wrote back and said oh my gosh that's so funny I was thinking about that all day and she's like what do I do she doesn't do doesn't know about any of this she's like what do I do how do I make it happen and I said to her again because this is the beginner thing the first thing you do it doesn't have to be like the most radical thing I said to her just be open to not thinking about the hows of how it could come to you the first thing you need to do if you spent your life writing yourself off of your creativity just open yourself up to if it comes across my path and she's a generator, if it comes across my path and it sounds good, I will respond to it. I will say yes. You know, that's if you've never done anything else, that is step number one. And again, that's a change from zero to one or zero to 0.1. That pivot is huge, right? To someone who's lived their entire life, never even considering themselves as potentially even being paid to do something creative. That was two weeks ago. And she's a 4'6 as well. And I said, watch, it will be someone that you know that suggests it to you. And maybe it will be like a corner of their house or they'll offer you the basement in their hotel to do it in a nightclub or whatever it is. Literally yesterday, um, someone she knows asked for her help on doing up a muse house in the UK. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote to her saying, by the way, all you did, quote unquote, all you did is open yourself up to the idea when you've spent a lifetime not doing it. That's a giant change. It's not, you know, doing a huge action, going out there, putting yourself out there. She's a generator. Like, it's about responding, right? But you first have to be open to even have something to respond to. And then step number two is like getting clear on what to respond to or noticing things that you're already responding to or getting clear on the kind of stuff you want to do. She already knew in this instance what she wanted to do. She knew what the thing she was interested in. And literally now she's doing it. And so I messaged her to kind of help her make that connection of, you know, quote unquote manifesting is not this like special thing with the ritual and the candles and the vision board. And then you have to say this prayer and then you do this every time. It's like, it's that switch you make towards your own alignment. And I said, you made this happen. Mm -hmm. It wasn't 
a coincidence. And I think when you can tie those things together, that also helps you trust in it more, you know? A thousand percent. And then you go, wait, that's all I had to do? And sometimes it isn't that easy, but it's the changing something about yourself that's the hard part, you know? And sometimes it's even just the willingness to change how you're going to, you know, approach something or find the next thing. Mm -hmm. Don't you feel like sometimes we get, when we're first starting out with this, you're like kind of addicted to the harder way. Like you're kind of Mm -hmm. addicted to muscling through it. And then you're like, it's just so hard. Like I can't make it happen. Nothing's Mm -hmm. happening. Like waiting for the invitation takes so long. Mm -hmm. And if you're new here, we're talking about your strategy and your authority. If you're looking at the app or if you're reading in the book, those are two of the things that you can look up on your chart that are how you make things happen in your life and then how you're designed to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And so when you're muscling through it as a projector, it's our strategy is to wait for the invitation or being invited. Mm -hmm. And you're like, nothing, no invitations are coming. No invitations are coming. And then there's like that moment where you almost relax and you're like, I have a willingness to sit in my own Mm. of knowing that I am capable of this thing or have this thing to offer. And I'm willing to kind of just sit Mm. and know that the people and the invitations are going to come to me. Mm -hmm. And then when they do, Mm -hmm. when you kind of give that space between it and then they do, Mm -hmm. then you get addicted to the other, (laughs) other side of it. Right. Isn't it become more addicting on the other side? Yeah. And when you first start and say, okay, well, what if I do only act once I'm invited or once I've responded to something, there's two things. It isn't about doing nothing. It's about saying only once these conditions have been created, then I throw my full self into it. And throwing your full self into it does matter. And throwing your energy into things does matter. This isn't about sitting around and doing nothing. This is about doing an excellent job of your thing, but only once the universe has kind of first directed you. Because waiting and you don't have to know when you're waiting for an invitation or waiting to respond or waiting for an urge or waiting to feel carried. You don't have to know that it works in the beginning. You you just have to go, okay, I'm going to try this for a month or however long you can afford to and get busy doing things you love or learning about things you love or getting clear on things you're interested in. Um, fill your days with other stuff that makes you happy because don't forget the reason why you're even building a life of your dreams is so that you can be happy. So actually flexing the kind of day you would have if you were happy already and getting in that kind of flow really helps. So you don't have to know that it works when you first start, but it's almost like we're trying to just stay busy because we feel like it's almost like you're saying like we we love the hard mm-hmm. the spiritual ego loves to make it complicated and because we're addicted to doing because we feel like we almost can't sit with ourselves and like ourselves if we do nothing but i promise you you won't be doing nothing nothing if you are living a strategy and authority correctly and i know that there's been so many almost pauses in between things where i could try and let's say with the book right I could try and reach out to 25 different publishers, but because that's not um, my strategy, I would be expending energy and maybe feeling good about myself through that, but it wouldn't be leading to the same result as me. And it wasn't even like I was specifically waiting for an invitation to do a book, but more the general idea of I, I can choose to do things based on what people actually want from me and when they ask for them from me. And... It's scary as hell and it's still scary as hell sometimes to detach from that trust and that knowing. But when I look back on my life now, I have enough evidence that everything good, literally everything good that has come into my life is because I've been invited. 
And so then it becomes easier to talk myself off the ledge when I'm like, I need to find something to do tomorrow to like, you know, feel whatever. And it's like, you know what? One shot aimed on target is going to take me so much further than a thousand shots aimed out of addiction and control and need to feel busy. So that's the whole point about quote unquote alignment is it's trying to get you to do the very precise things it needs to do that's going to get you the most bang out of your buck. And in the meantime, we also need to learn that, you know, in the meantime, it's not like we're sitting here doing nothing. Like we have a full business that we run with the app and the courses and the promo for the book and all those kind of things. So it's like, it's not even about doing nothing in the meantime it's like you accept one invitation and you let that remunerate sometimes it's not always about a new thing a new thing add 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 it's like why not let the initial invitation compound and grow it into something and let it breathe and let it take up room and cultivate it more and let it flower it's not about having always new things to add it's about really you know honoring the thing that came to you that was aligned and giving it the, um, you know, the time and the space that it needs from you, you know, this, these creative projects, it's the longevity in things, you know, as well. And the unrelated things too, you know, sometimes when you're moving, maybe in, you're focused on a career direction, mm -hmm. sometimes using your authority to, you know, listen to doing things that maybe you can't connect to how they would affect your career, mm -hmm. like those things too. hundred percent. That's so true. And, you know, um, because if you think about, we were talking about this on our walk this morning, like your energy battery all comes from one place. So in a simple way, using too much physical energy would take away your mental energy. But for example, if you have an addiction to, um, you know, wanting to keep up a persona of being seen all the time, you'd be wasting a lot of energy on trying to do that. And that energy and that time that you free up could be used to when you are open to the universe, that's when it can send you invitations. You're kind of making yourself unavailable for invites or responses if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Synchronicities can't find you when you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. So now I'm trying to get really radical with like, if I don't feel like going somewhere, it's not just anymore in my mind of like, oh, well, you've already bought tickets, so you should go, or no, it'll be fun, or no, you, you know, whatever the voice is, it's like, if I really, if my authority tells me not to go, instead of looking for a logical explanation or reasoning as to why I'm correct, I'm really trying, and it's really hard, if I'm honest, mm -hmm. it's really hard to just be like, I have to trust that the voice that doesn't make sense is the one that is always right. And to me, I sometimes justify it in my head or make sense of it in my head of like my human brain only sees the factors that it can see right in front of me. And my intuition has access or my authority mm -hmm. in human design has access to something that is far more intelligent that is taking into account millions of mm -hmm. factors mm -hmm. um, that all interconnect with each other to move me in the direction of what I'm wanting mm. and moving towards. Mm -hmm. So why would I rely on my human mind that can't make sense of things instead of that yeah. much greater intelligence? And that kind of brings it full circle back to another spiritual principle, which is this is actually the mechanical explanation of what co-creating with the universe is. It's like the universe is showing you, then you react and you throw your full force into it and then you dance, you know, you're both. And then it's saying, okay, well, I have access to all the mystical unknown ways of things unfolding. I'm just taking my cues from you to see if you're showing up the way that you're 
according to the person you're supposed to be, the person you came here to be. And um, that's its way of showing us we're on the right path, you know, when we feel that alignment. And alignment is unmistakable because it does give you this kind of peace inside you where you know you're in this moment doing the thing that feels good, feels right, that you don't, um, that you don't, know why it feels right but it's the one that you might be secretly relieved to be doing or that your soul's really thanking you for being brave to do it um so i would encourage people i think strategy and authority are not the most kind of glamorous or exciting parts of your chart because they seem so mechanical but it is working the mechanics of alignment that you align it is by doing those it's like not even thinking your way into it not even wrapping your head around doing it it's like if you just respond and get your brain out of the way, stuff will happen and try it out for yourself and say to the universe, if this ish works, show me, all right, I'm going to not try and figure things out with my brain. But if I try to respond or if I try to just be invited, if I try to listen to my emotions, my gut, my spleen, let's see what happens. And that is the dare of the lifetime of a lifetime. That's the experiment. That's why it's called the human design experiment, because it's like, don't do what I say. These are the tools for the experiment that you can play to become a radically original, magnificent being that following the cookie cutter status quo way cannot offer you. So are you ready? <laughs> <laughs>